And they're always okay with that. No one ever says no. <laughs> no one ever says, no, we don't want you here. But that's what we fear deep down, that we, want, that we get rejected. But we don't. We don't because, because we're all there for the same reason. Welcome to the Get Real About Business podcast, where we uncover the real deal on what it takes to start and grow a business fast. It's all about earning the right where we work hard today so we can reap the reward tomorrow. Prepare for some hot tips today. I'll be your host, Clive Maloney. Hey, hey, welcome back. I am indeed your host. I'm Clive Maloney. This is episode 44. And today we are talking about networking. No, not the kind of thing that you do with computers. It's all about making connections with other people to generate leads and sales for your business. If you've ever listened to me talk before about networking, perhaps you've listened to episode five in which we talked about networking for introverts, you'll know that networking is something that I was a bit of a reluctant convert to. I read a book that was all about marketing and the advice I got was to go and join a networking group and start to meet people. And so I realized that I had to market my business and networking seemed to be the obvious thing. The trouble is that what tends to happen is that you go, you meet people, people that you've never met before is very scary and you end up in a position where you're having to stand up, you're presenting yourself for the first time, you don't know what to say, it's absolutely terrifying. So today, to help us with this topic, we have Nicolene Hosinger, who is a small business coach. Now, Nicolene specializes in visibility and confidence for solo, solopreneurs who struggle with chaos, overwhelm, or fear of stepping into the spotlight of being an entrepreneur. Now, that probably describes me when I first started really well, and maybe it describes you. And Nicolene helps people both online and during live events. So this is a proper networking event. And Today's really all about networking for timid solopreneurs. So, Nicola, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Such a pleasure to be here. Tell me how you got involved in networking. What made <laughs> you start? Well, like you, I hated it. When I started my business in 2010, I knew I had to go to networking events because you need the visibility, right? You need... Yeah. Uh, potential clients to get to know you and one of the ways to do that is to attend networking events and like you I got the advice to attend and join networking groups uh, so I tried many and I felt very very uncomfortable um, and I really wondered why and that was all deeply rooted in a kind of belief that I had about networking because I had this weird vision of uh, men in tailor-made suits, exchanging business cards, uh, discussing uh, Wall Street statistics, and, um, and I thought, nah, that's not for me. So like you, I really struggled, um, but I knew I had to do this. So I just, you know, I just, I just started doing it, and I found a way that works really well for me, and apparently it works really well for my clients as well, because well, it's now 2018, or well, the end of 2018 almost. And um, yeah, yeah, this method works really well, especially when you're timid, when, you're, um, when you think networking is a scary thing to do. So um, yeah, I'm really happy to be here and to share my knowledge with, uh, with you lot. And you've been going on for about eight and a half years in your current form as a business coach. Yes. So yes. has networking been a big part of this? In the beginning, no, because I really tried to avoid it as much as I could. <laughs> but at a certain point, you know, I knew I had to go out there. So I set this goal for myself and I thought, you know, I need to go to a networking event at least once a month. And so I did. And um, I, dis I discovered that there are many networking events that I really don't like because of the... Uh, ego, that's, that's sometimes a, a very big factor at the networking events, people discussing uh, their successes and just showing off basically how good they are and what they do, even though 
things are not that well. So there are so many people out there at networking events and they're discussing how things are and they say, yeah, things are great, it's lovely, it's amazing. And then you know, it's not that amazing at all because they just lost a huge contract or whatever and they're just not saying it. So I found a way to um, be honest and to have really honest conversations about doing business and what it's like as an entrepreneur and about the loneliness that you sometimes feel as an entrepreneur and the scary things you have to do as an entrepreneur. And by doing that, I found a way to be really successful at networking and loving it uh, and growing into it and and just uh, because all it is is a connection between human beings that's all it is actually and when you look at it like that instead of I need uh, to get clients I need introductions I need leads or whatever I mean if that's your goal to go to a networking event then it can be really tough it's really interesting to hear you say that as well, particularly this last thing about I need connections, I need clients, I need leads. Um, and that's the thing that I suppose drove me is that I realised that there was nobody sitting at home with me. And, you know, there was nobody banging on the door to come and work with me. They had to yeah. find out who I was and they had to know that I existed. And, and so you go out with this, and certainly this was me, you, know, you go out with the intention to go and find leads, go and find clients. Um, and that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And especially, and what, especially when I look at my clients who, uh, who work with me, they, uh, that pressure is really a big thing for them and yeah. it's overwhelming them and it's, um, it's dimming their lights actually. So instead of getting fired up by the idea to get leads, it's really, oh, they, they, they get fearful and they just don't want to do it instead of when you just take that pressure off and you say, okay, you know what? You're going to this networking event. You're going to meet one, two, three people and you build a real connection with those people and that's all. And basically anyone can do that. So that if you take that pressure off, it's, it's, it works magic, really, it does. The first time I went out networking, I remember how difficult that was. And going and meeting people that you've never met before, there's, again, there's a lot of pressure there. There's a lot of things that we can do to market our business. Why networking? Why networking? Well, the thing is, it's a very simple thing because we need, as an entrepreneur, you, want, you need to make money. And in order to make money, you need clients. And in order to get clients, people need to get to know you. Yeah. And in order to pe for people to know you, they need to see you because as a, especially when you're a solopreneur, as I prefer to call my clients, yeah. um, when you're running a business all by yourself, you are the product, you are the service, uh, you are the face of the company. So people need to know you. And as soon as people are able to connect with you as a person, it's really easy to to give you the business because they know you and they like you and they trust you. So that's the whole, the no like trust buy yeah. uh, cycle. I mean, that's a marketing thing. And in order to get that done, people need to see you. And they, and I am a big fan of people seeing you as the real you and not just some fake look at me being all successful uh, person. I really want you to be real. And I think that really works when you go to, to networking events. And networking is all about creating ambassadors. It's not about getting leads. It's not about getting business deals directly. It's all about creating ambassadors. Because all these people at the networking event, once they get to know you, perhaps they won't be your client, but they know in their own network, they know people too. So as soon as they, as you craft a message when you craft your message in such a way that people will remember it they will be an ambassador for you so whenever they meet a person who needs your service then they say oh i met this lady or this guy at a networking event and you should uh, you should meet so it's all about creating ambassadors and that then it takes a lot of pressure off and then it gets a lot easier yeah, I think that does take the pressure off a little bit. If you, instead of going to find clients, 
you're looking simply to meet other people and get to know them and help them understand what you do so that they go and do the work of finding new clients. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's vice versa as well, because for you can be an ambassador for them. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's what I always say when, it, when I talk about networking, your net, your network is your net worth. Yes. Uh, because it's so valuable to know uh, many great professionals in your network. So you can be each other's ambassador and that works really well. So I, I don't know how it is in, in the Netherlands, certainly from where I'm at in the UK, you can probably go and find half a dozen networking groups within about a 10 mile radius. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's the same in the Netherlands. <laughs> so it's really hard to find the right, uh, to find the right network. Yeah. And what re- worked really well for me um, and I know for many of my clients as well, is that when you connect with people, you just ask them, what kind of networking events do you attend? Right. And then you just ask them to be, to, to be, to be invited as guests. And then you have a very safe way to just discover whether or not it's something for you too. And if not, then oh, well, that's fine. But it's, so the selection of the right network is already done by people that you know and like and trust. Yes. Uh, and that helps a lot. That saves a lot of time anyway. <laughs> yeah, and that's great because really all you've got to do is find one networking meeting, meet somebody who goes to a networking meeting, get an invite along. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you get some kind of recommendation on that. You get their thoughts on whether that, that's a good meeting or not. And then you're going to meet loads of other people who are also networking and probably networking in different places as well as that one networking meeting. So once you're in one place where they're networking, then you get access to this whole network of networks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's such a nice question to ask when you meet a person at a networking event, just to ask them, what other networking events do you attend? And what do you consider to be important for networking events? Because yeah. for some people, uh, they just want the socializing uh, event. Uh, others really want a learning component yes. included. Um, and others want the networking to be really facilitated. Um, so it's, I think that's very different from, from each person to another. So I think it's, it's nice to ask that question and then you will learn a lot and, and it really saves you a lot of time to find it all out by yourself. <laughs> so how do you find the right networking event for you with all these different types? You're, you're, you're right. Some are, are more formal and structured than others. And some are very laid back and kind of open networking. As yeah. you say, some include the learning elements. How do you pick the right type of meeting for you? What I do is, first of all, I, um, I determine what I wanted from a networking event. What kind of environment makes me thrive at a networking event? So is that a more formal uh, meeting or is that uh, like the B&I uh, concept, you know, the breakfast uh, yes. meetings? Or is it in the evening? or is it in the afternoons or whatever? And is it with a learning component or is it just the socializing thing, you know, just going on a kind of team building exercise together? Um, so first of all, I, that's what I, I found out, but I just found out because I, I just started doing it. And I, then I found out, you know, I want it to be not that formal. I don't want it to be the breakfast uh, meetings. I, I don't, I, I, that's not for me. I know there are many people who are incredibly successful with the BNI concept, but it's not for me. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to really find out what do you want? What m- helps you to feel comfortable? What helps you to, to feel at ease? So create the, 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 the framework to, to be your best self when you pick a networking event. So is that in an evening? Is that in a big city? Or is that more, I don't know, uh, uh, at, a, at a company? Or is it in a hotel or a restaurant? So think of these aspects when you pick a networking event. And then it's, it's and then of course, you know, the kind of people uh, who attend, but that's only, uh, you can only find out by asking others who attended before. 
um, and then it's just a matter of asking, you know, what, what kind of people attend and what's the atmosphere like? Um, yes. And then, you know, people start describing it and then you feel, okay, well, is this something I would love or not? And, and don't be afraid to say no. And uh, don't be afraid to say, no, it's not for me. Um, yeah, I, I think that you don't know whether you're going to like something often until you actually try it. And yeah, there might be some things where you think, well, actually, no, I, I really don't want to do early mornings or I don't want to do evenings. Yeah. And so you might have some ideas of, about some of the things that you want or don't want. But I don't know if you found it as well, is that I, I just found it useful to go out and try some different networking events. And, and some I loved and, and some I really didn't like. And, and even if I went to a similar format, so for example, stick with BNI, um, I know that although the, the format changes, you can go to one chapter and it will feel different to another chapter yeah. because of the people in the room. Yeah, definitely. And it's not just about BNI, there's so many other organisations out there. I'm, I'm, I was the area leader for, for networking for two and a half years, which is a big networking group in the United Kingdom. Mm. Um, and there's, there's lots of just even like the, the one-off events that's not part of a huge group. Mm -hmm. So do you tend to find that, that you have to go out and try them first? Or? Yes. Yeah, I would say, you know, sometimes you just need to try and sometimes you can play it, well, kind of safe by asking others who attended uh, before. And then again, you know, it's always, well, you need to find out for yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's, it's an important question to ask when you attend a networking event when you when you you're on on your way home it's really a good question to ask yourself would i bring my best business friend to a next event or not yeah so would i be an ambassador for this event or not if not then don't go again um and it's 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 really a matter of choosing and finding your way and i mean that's the way i found it as well by just going there and sometimes thinking oh my goodness i wasted an evening um but it wasn't wasted because i learned i learned a lot about what i want from a networking event and what i want to uh to achieve when i connect with people yeah and the way i like to see it is that what you're doing is you're researching a marketing opportunity and so you you go along to a meeting certainly the way i approach it is that i'll go with a view of i'm going to try one and if I like it, I might choose to stay. If I don't like it, well, that's one thing that I've explored. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was talking back in episode five of Networking for Introverts. One of the things that I think really helps is to set yourself a quota. And so yeah. for me, I, you know, I do four, four a month. I don't do any more than that. I yeah. used to do a lot more. But I do four a month. I set myself a quota. And as long as I do my four, I feel like, you know, I've done it. I've put myself out exactly. there. And I think that's a way to start. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, well, the four a month, is, uh, that's, a, that's a really good sequence. Um, uh, I mean, I started out as, at doing at least one a month. Yeah. Um, but then I think now I'm, I'm on, I don't know, three to four a month, which is, which is fine. And I think it's really important to set yourself a goal like that. Yeah. And, um, and, to, well, and, and again, you know, be selective with your time because when you know the time is is you can just spend time once and it's not coming back so it's it's important to to find out and to learn and discover what uh what you really like in a networking event and then gradually you will you will develop a kind of sensor for what you really want from networking really absolutely yeah okay so we set ourselves some kind of agenda that we're going to go out and we're going to try some different networking meetings. Mm -hmm. Let's suppose that you go along to a networking meeting um, and maybe you're new to networking, maybe you're not, but nevertheless, you're going to meet people that you've never met before. Mm. So, Nicolene, can you help us with this? What do we do? How do we get that conversation started? I remember going into that room for the first time many times. Yeah. Just thinking, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's a funny thing, you know. We're, I mean, I'm Dutch. We're we're used to being direct, yeah. uh, so that perhaps that makes our lives a bit easier. Um, but it's if you just tell people, 
I mean, if you meet someone and you say, hello, we, I, don't, I don't believe we met. Can I, can I introduce myself? And you just introduce yourself and then you can say, it's really okay to say, you know, I, it, it's my first time here. Okay, so I'm not that comfortable here. It's really, and, and I know it's an unusual thing to say, um, but people will like you instantly because you're, you're vulnerable and you're being honest. And people love honesty in this world of fake um, uh, showing off on social media. People love the honesty. So when you go there and you say, you know what, this is my first time and I'm actually a bit nervous. How about you? How good are you at networking? Yeah. And then you have a nice, very nice conversation going. That's such a great conversation starter. By starting off being vulnerable and honest that this is new and this is difficult, I think what that does is that engenders trust. Yeah. But immediately you're opening people up to you. And the thing is, what we, what we have to remember is that when we go networking, everybody's in the room for the same reason. Yeah. They want to meet people and they expect that people are going to come up to them that they've never met before. Exactly. And, and they're ready for that because they're in the same place as you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what I always do is when I go to a networking event that I, where I don't know anyone, I just walk up to the people who was just alone. Uh, because that's easy to make a connection with people who are just standing there all by themselves. Um, but another, uh, um, and then it's quite easy to, to, to make that connection I'm, and to introduce yourself and just say, you know, hi, my name is da da da. Very nice to meet you. What brings you here? And then, you know, and you have a night, and, and that's, that's the first start. Then you have a conversation. Uh, but if you want to join a group, for instance, that, that's, the, that's always a tough thing that my clients find very interesting. And I always give them that assignment. <laughs> that at a certain point they need to join a little group so you you know those little groups you know these people know each other they're laughing they have a good time and then the funny thing is if you join that group and just say well you guys seem to have a lot of fun is it okay if i join you yeah and they're always okay with that no one ever says no <laughs> no one ever says no we don't want you here but that's what we fear deep down that we want, that we get rejected, but we don't. We don't, we, cause, because we're all there for the same reason. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's this, this whole fear of rejection, or, you know, or, or fear, of looking, fear of looking silly, fear yeah. of making a mistake. Um, yeah. and, and really, you're right, we're all there for the same reason. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, you know, we just, uh, when you feel the, the, the hesitation to step up to someone and to just connect, it's really to kick your own butt. I mean, just count down five, four, three, two, one, just go and do it. And because you need to meet people, they need to get to know you. And it's really, again, about creating ambassadors. It's not about getting leads or business. It's really creating a connection and you can do that. You're a human being. We're made, we're wired to make connections. And it, I was thinking that earlier, you, you mentioned about going and meeting two or three people. You go to a networking meeting, quite often there's lots of people in the room. Is, is that your strategy, is that rather than try and meet everybody in the room, you're just going to meet a few people? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely my strategy. Because I've seen so many people at networking events trying to meet as many people as possible. And then it's the, the conversations that you have are also either, they're very short to begin with, yeah. It's superficial. Yeah. And, and in the, by the end of the meeting, you, you just can't remember who you spoke to because it's too many. I mean, the human brain can remember, I don't know, four or five uh, uh, options, basically. Uh, and when you meet, I don't know, 10, 15 people, then you're like, who was that? Ah, yeah, that was the guy with some, you know, it's, it's, you remember practically nothing. So um, I think it's important to really uh, scale that number down to, to maximum three, because it's really easy to remember the stories of three people. Yeah. And, uh, and when you really make a connection with these three people, then, then it's fine. You know, that's your goal for, for the networking event. That's fine. Okay. So there's lots of useful things coming out here. I like how 
how you start it, there's a couple of things that you mentioned here. Well, obviously, one was the vulnerability and honesty by just saying that I'm new here, I, you know, I don't know how things work. Yeah. Um, then that creates instant con- connection. Yeah. The other thing, we didn't break it down, but I did notice you did it, is that you, what you did is you paid a compliment. You say, hey, it looks like you, know, you guys have a lot of fun here. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I introduce myself? That seems like another strategy as well, is that you can start with a compliment. So yes. you engender people towards you. We all like, you know, we all like nice things said about us. Yes, definitely. Yeah, um, definitely. And then you can follow up with, you know, would it be okay to to introduce myself or equally you could ask them to introduce themselves to you couldn't you yes yes definitely you know and and i think one of the nice ways to to ask is um not so much you know what do you do or what kind of business are you in um i the question i always use is um what kind of job really makes you tick what kind of job is the job that I can really call you for in the middle of the night? Right. And then you really get a nice, passionate conversation about the other person's business. And then it's more about the passion and the why than it is about the product or the service. So that really, that really works well. And, and for instance, a question like, you know, what's the, the, the best project you've worked on? Um, could you give me an example? Or if you ask them, well, you know, what kind of people do you need uh, in order to, to grow your business? I mean, that, then you really have a nice conversation about the other person's business and you show that your added value as, an, as a possible ambassador as well. Absolutely. And the thing is, when you ask questions about other people, people love talking about themselves. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> And I do describe myself as a bit of a, a, an introvert. And, but what, I've, what I found is that if, I, if you never know what to say, if you're in a situation where you don't know what to say, then if you can just ask the question, because it does two things. One is that it gets them talking about themselves and they love that. Mm-hmm. They think that you're, you're interested in, uh, in them. And the other thing is what it does is it builds you, it, it, it builds you thinking time. And as they talk about themselves, then what you can do is that you can just point out things that you have in common. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's you're using that to build rapport, build connection, and then you can steer it around to what you do, bouncing off of what they've talked about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that strategy. I use that strategy a lot myself. <laughs> when you you really find the common ground, and then you build you build on that, or just build on the the. Um, the things that the other person said about a project or about a business or well, anything, find the common denominator and build on that. That really works. That really works well. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you look generous at the same time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but the thing is, people feel it when it's genuine or not. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. One of the most scariest parts for most people is the bit where you have to stand up and do an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a scary thing. That's a scary thing. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing with a pitch, with a, with a sales pitch, is to have at least two or three versions of your pitch and prepare it and prepare it by heart and know the words and uh, because if you know the content, you can play with it. But if you need to think of a sales pitch on the spot, the nerves really get the better of you. So then you just, ching, you black out and then you're like, the, ah, 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 and you feel like an idiot. Um, and it's really important to have that pitch prepared and preferably a few versions that you can vary uh, with. So what I really like is the simple way of having a sales pitch. Um, And that's just, well, you know, introducing your name uh, and speaking slowly because people do not hear your name because you are so used to saying your name, you just pronounce it really quickly. Um, And what I always do is say, my name is Nicolina Huizinga. Of course, I help solopreneurs uh, so you mentioned the target group. 
and I describe their problem. Uh, I help solopreneurs who struggle with chaos, overwhelm, or fear of stepping into the spotlight. And I do that by creating visibility and confidence. Um, and then, you know, so you create a framework of my, your target group and you tell them, you, you um, describe the problem and you describe the outcome. So my target group is solopreneurs who struggle with overwhelm or fear and the result is visibility and confidence. And that's a structure that works really well when it comes to a sales pitch. Yeah. And what you could add in your pitch is uh, your why, why you do that, why you love doing that. So, and you can add a little sentence like, you know, that really energizes me because da, 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 da. So add your why and your why is something, I mean, it's as, as old as the hills uh, uh, when Simon Sinek introduced the start with why concept, but it's still, the why is the sticky part of your sales pitch. There's three things that I picked out there that are worth just going over here. The first thing, never really thought about this for quite some time, but then I, I realized that people coming up and asking me like, who I was because they didn't catch it in, you know, in my, my intro. Yeah. Is that you're right. Sometimes because you've said your name for years and years and years, sometimes yeah. you go through it really fast, particularly if you're nervous. Yeah. So top tip there is speak your name very slowly. Yeah, slowly and delib deliberately so people can really hear your name. Yeah. 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 And then you've got this framework. And the framework being, well, you, you take us through the framework. I help it started. Yes, I help. And then you insert your target group as, yeah. as specific as possible. Yeah. So I help your target group, and mm -hmm. then it's who, is yeah. it? Yeah, and then you describe their problem, their yeah. pain, their struggle, their, well, whatever it is that you can solve. Yeah. So that's what you insert there. Okay, so after you describe the problem that you can solve, what's next? After the problem, you solve, uh, then you say, I help, well, in my case, it's easier with, a, with, a, with an example, isn't it? Yes. I help solopreneurs who struggle with overwhelm and fear so they can become, and then you insert the result. And in my case, the result is they can become more visible and confident. Wonderful, wonderful, excellent. Yeah. Uh, so a really useful framework there. I actually use the same framework and it's basically I help blank which is your target who then you describe the problem that they're experiencing mm -hmm. so that which brings yeah. key benefits you know yeah. what yeah. result or transformation you create for them and you've got the simplest introduction yeah which, uh gets to the nub of the the main problem and issue that you're you're doing for people so people get it straight away yeah exactly yeah and you know there's uh, there are, are two nice varieties uh, on that framework for a pitch. I mean, there is Seth Godin. He created um, a really wonderful uh, framework for a pitch. And it goes like this. Um, my product or service is for people who believe, da, 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 fill in the blanks. I focus on people who want, da, 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 da the final result. I promise that engaging with what I make or do will help you get da, 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 the ultimate result. So, and that's a nice framework as well. And um, so it's nice to have this, well, the, 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 the various options that you can choose from when you are asked to deliver a pitch at a networking event. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Seth Godin, wonderful guy, really is. Um, yeah. So the framework there, my product or service is for, for people who believe da, da, oh, da, da, da. yeah for people who believe and then you've got i focus on people who is it yeah who want who want yeah and, and that and they want a certain result yeah and then i promise i promise that engaging with what i make or what i do will help you to get and that's the result beyond the result basically yeah yeah 
Love so, that. For, so when I look at my pitch, for instance, I mean, the result that I deliver beyond the results that my clients want. My clients want visibility and they want confidence. Yeah. But what does that, if that, what does that bring? I mean, that brings your ideal client who is really willing to pay a lot of money for your service. And that's the, the ultimate result that I bring. I, I help my clients to get a larger turnover, to increase their uh, business, to grow their business. That's, what I, that's the result that I eventually bring. And, that's, and, and it's, it's okay to claim that result because you know it's true. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you, you said there was three um, versions yeah. of this. So what was the third? The third one is, is what I call the TEDx way. Um, and that's basically looking for the knot is the uh, is the idea here so you start your pitch with a question and the question goes like do you know these people who and then you fill in the problem that they have so in my case do you know those solopreneurs who struggle with fear and overwhelm and then don't really get things done and then you look for the nod and then people think oh yeah i know the oh, i know these people and then you say your name my name is da da da, and I help solopreneurs to become confident and visible. And then it's it's basically kind of the other way around. So you look for the nod um, in your first question, so people will understand what you will be talking about, and then you move on. Yeah, and I, I particularly like that one. I, the, the reason I like that. Mainly is because well, it's for two reasons. One is that uh, it breaks from the tradition. If you go to networking meetings, what they usually do is they say, "Say your name at the start and say your yeah. name at the end," which is great because sometimes they miss it, so they need to hear it twice. Yeah. But the the problem with that is that everybody stands up and they doesn't they do exactly the same thing, and it sounds a little dull. Yeah. And so what you're doing here is do you know people who, uh, and then immediately what they're doing is they're thinking of someone. Yeah. And so you've captured their interest. And then once you've captured your interest, that's when you introduce yourself. So yeah. the pattern is different, but also you're introducing your, yourself when you've got their interest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I said, you know, you have these three varieties because it's okay to do it the traditional way. Yeah. I mean, if people, if you are at a networking event and it's okay to do the traditional way, that's fine. But you can choose and you can play with it and just feel how it works for you. And perhaps it's only one way that you really feel comfortable with, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's really good to have these different angles on, uh, on a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I completely agree. And I think the thing is, you were right early when you were saying that you've got to craft those messages and you've. Um, got to know them off by heart yes the amount of networking meetings i've been to and i don't know maybe there's two or three people in the room who stay who stand up and say uh, well i've not really thought about this but i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. and i think like why why yeah. thought about it yeah sometimes i think it's just that they're they're nervous and they're trying to excuse the fact that perhaps it won't be a confident pitch but I think you give people the impression that you're not taking it seriously. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I fully agree. When people say, you know, oh, I didn't prepare a pitch, then I think, why do you come to a networking event if you didn't prepare a pitch? <laughs> Again, you know, I'm Dutch, perhaps too direct, but that's, I think that's quite rude, you know, to do, oh, no, I didn't prepare. You prepare for every meeting, right? So why not for a networking event? Exactly. You know, it's yeah. different if you've never been networking before, but... Certainly, <laughs> you know, when you've been there a few times, you know at some point somebody's going to ask you to stand up and do something. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think the good, a good thing is when you have a pitch, I mean, it's good to practice and to ask a friend, you know, can I practice this with you for just for a few minutes and even by phone? I mean, it's so important to, to practice it. And especially when you, um, when you do this, um, it's okay, and, and, and in fact, people love helping you. So if you ask people for feedback after your pitch and say, okay, what did you remember? 
what is the line that stood out? If I would ask you, what did you remember when you hear my pitch? What, what is it? And then people will say, well, either the thing you really want them to say, or they will just say, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Then you, you've got some work to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, we talked about some really key stuff today. We talked about um, going out and, and just trying network events, trying to find the ones that are right for you. We've talked about making that introduction. So I love it, starting off being vulnerable. People like saving people. They want you to feel okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if I can give you a little example there. I was in an elevator once with a guy, a very nice guy. And he just, and he stood, and you know, this kind of uncomfortable feeling, you know, when you're in an elevator and you want to start a conversation, but you just don't know what to say. And he was standing there and at a certain point he said, you know what, I really would like to say something very nice and very intelligent, but I just don't know. And I think you're a lovely lady. And I thought, oh my goodness, I love this. I really love it. When a person is that honest, I love that. So we had a, an instant connection. We started talking and it was really nice. And we had a coffee. So That's a wonderful story. I love that. Yeah. So I one final thing, you talked about sales pitch as well. So that's standing up doing your 40 or 60 seconds, whatever it is. In fact, it's just really nice to hear an elevator pitch in an elevator there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <was> really smart. <laughs> so we, we've covered some of the key stuff, and there's one more topic that I want to cover with you before we wrap this up, and that is what do you do with a follow-up? Yes. You know, you know what they say, the fortune is in the follow-up, and I think this is probably the thing that's going to make it most profitable for you. Uh, I, I want to pick your brains about that. Before we do that, though, some people are going to want to get hold of you. How can people connect with you? Well, they can find me on LinkedIn, of course, and uh, they can find me on my website, which is www.personalize.nl, um, and uh, they can find me there. And I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm well, basically everywhere. <laughs> Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, major social platforms there. And yes. The link. What I'll do is I'll put the link up on, uh, as well as links to your social platforms, everything. I'll That's lovely. Show notes page. So we've got that. So what I want to do is to go to this final topic, which I believe is one of the most important topics, is yes. that the stuff that you do after the meeting. Yes. What tends to happen for a lot of people is they go to the meeting, uh, they meet everybody, they go home, and they think the job's done. Yeah. But that's really not the case, is it? No, definitely not. No, that's where it all starts. So what you do after you've met someone, I mean, it's a really good thing to get connected on social platforms like LinkedIn, for instance. Um, but whenever you reach out to a person, and please, people, stop sending those anonymous invitations. Personalize your invitation. So whenever you can add a note, when you invite a person to your network and just tell them how much you appreciated the talk you had during a networking event, you would love to connect, you invite them to your network. I mean, personalize that message. That's, that's one, to, to send them the invite on LinkedIn. Second, send them a personalized email and saying, you know what, I really appreciate it our talk and uh, talking with you made me think of this and that article or this or that video. It might be useful for you. Um, you could uh, download a checklist on my website like here or, you know, anything to make them uh, reach out to you as well. So yeah. really to give them something. I think that's such um that really makes a difference when you send something with a link, with a download, with a little gift. Um, and people love it. People love it. And even if they don't use it, it's the, the, the thing that you, the, the, the thing that you made, you, you did it, you just did it. And that's a big difference when it comes to other people networking, because many people just connect with an anonymous invitation on LinkedIn and that's it. And you really want to make a difference. You want to stand out. And if you want to stand out, you need to do something extra. So you can send an email 
of course, the LinkedIn invite. And what works really well is to create a little video and just send it to the people and just record it on your phone. Say, you know what? Hi, so nice. It was so nice to meet you. And I would love to get to know more about your business. Um, and let me know if I can introduce you to anyone. Uh, looking forward to see you again soon. And that's it. And that works really, really well. People love the personal attention that you give to them. And, uh, and they just, they will remember you. And that's what you want. You really want people to remember you. Yeah. So um, those are the things that I always do. Okay, so that's really useful. Um, so after the meeting, you go back, you invite them to connect with you on LinkedIn or whatever social platforms you've got. Send them a really personal message. Yes. And you, you did two things here. You started by saying something you liked or enjoyed yes. about yeah. that person. Yeah, and very specific. Be very specific um, on that. And even, I mean, address a little topic that you discussed, uh, uh, anything that really makes the other person remember the conversation as well. Yeah, yeah. And I used to have this generic email that after everybody that, I met networking, I would send out this generic email. But I, I think you're right, being more specific is useful. And you can have a template, I'm not, I still have a template now, but I will then go in and I will make it really, really specific so it yeah. looks like a paid attention. I have paid attention. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and it could be a, a kind of template that you use by saying, I really enjoyed uh, meeting you the other day at networking event XYZ. Yeah. And what I specifically liked about our conversation was da 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 da. Yeah. Um, and um, I have the following for you that might be interesting, uh, you know. And then you can just well pick and choose whatever you do. But but I think it's really important to to well to pay personal attention to these people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's right. So you start with a compliment, so something you like about them, and then you give them something of value. Yes. And it needs to be something that relates to the conversation or whatever it is that you discuss together. So it, yes. we, sometimes it helps to have a few things, you know, particularly for a service professional like you or I, where you know, maybe, maybe you've got cheat sheets or ebooks or things like that. Maybe, yeah. you know, sometimes it helps to have a few things that you can share. Yeah, and you know, people always prefer to send something that's theirs because they want a link to their own business. Yeah. And I beg to differ because it's, I think it's really important to share something that is really valuable to the other person. So whether or not that's a link to a TED talk or it's a link to someone else, or it's, I don't know, anything that's really valuable to the other person, then they will remember you. And it doesn't need to be a, an ebook or a checklist or whatever. It could be, but when it, only when it's really of value for the other person. I'm glad you brought that up because my next question was going to be, okay, what if you don't have an ebook, a white paper, yeah. whatever? And you're right, you can just hit YouTube up and uh, yeah. uh, you know, search for a topic, find something that will be of value and send it. And because you've only really connected with two or three people in that meeting, yeah, then it's quite easy. It's then it's, yeah, it's really manageable. And what I always do, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed with a great memory. So whenever I see something on the news or in a newspaper or a magazine or online or whatever, I always make the connection with the, with the, the people in my network. So I, I, I send them links to the things that I see and they love it. So even after a meeting, long after meeting them, I, then I see something on the news and I think, oh, I need, that reminds me of this and that person. And I just send it to them. And they love that. They re and then you really start building a relationship and, and a connection. And people love you for it. They, they, and that's, I think that's really a big difference compared to, well, the, the, the crazy idea that I had when I started my own business about networking. <laughs> And what was that? The, well, the, 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 the idea with the men in, in tailor-made suits exchanging oh, business cards. <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's really different. Okay, so how do we take this forward? Can you just give us a rundown of actions to take forward that will make this highly implementable? Well, the, the action that I would encourage you to, to take is to really craft your pitch 
yeah. craft your pitch and practice it. But craft that pitch and make sure you have it ready. And you can, when, when a person wakes you up at night, you just, choo, you're ready to do it. So start crafting that pitch. Brilliant. That's the first action I would recommend. And that seems like a great place to stop today. Thank you so much to my guest, Nicolene Hosinger. And of course, to you, my amazing listeners, because this podcast would not be possible without you. Thanks also to my sponsor, KB Virtual Services. Now, I love networking. I also love creating new material for my online courses and coaching my clients. There's a lot of stuff when you run your own business that has to be done behind the scenes. As a small business, it doesn't always make sense to build a huge team. Big organizations are often valued by the amount of staff they've got. Small business, it's all about being lean and profitable. So when it comes down to doing all the back office stuff that has to be done, but you don't feel like doing it, I find the best thing to do is to outsource it. KB Virtual Services is my choice for where I do that. If you've ever thought about having a virtual assistant or somebody who is on your side, could deal with phone calls, deal with the stuff that you don't want to do, if you want to shift it from your desk or from your inbox, the best thing you could do is to give it to someone else. That's where KB Virtual Services come in. And if you go to their website at kbvirtualservices.co.uk forward slash get real, you'll be able to get an extra special deal. You get an extra two hours when you book a monthly retainer with them. Just go to that special link, set yourself up with a 30-minute discovery call to get things started and just mention you've come from a show. You'll get an extra two hours of work free. And finally, if networking is something that you're serious about and you're not entirely happy about the results that you're getting at the moment, you may like to know that I'm starting a boot camp. At the risk of lacking imagination, I'm calling it the Get Real About Business Boot Camp. This is an intensive 12 weeks taking a deep dive into your business where we look at everything you need to do to start getting more clients and increase your profits as quickly as possible. And that's what I'll be focusing on in this boot camp. We're going to be looking at everything from pricing and packaging your services to how you go out and market and generate sales. So we're going to go into a lot of detail with this and there's a lot of personal coaching that's going to come with it too. At this stage, the boot camp is so new that I haven't even finished putting together the landing page to send you to. What I will do is if you are interested in finding out about the boot camp and finding out if that's going to be something that's going to benefit you, then check out the show notes page because what I will do is I'll put a link there so you can book a call with me. It'll just be a 20-minute conversation to look at whether you're right for the boot camp because we're only taking a small bunch of people on. And at that point there, I can let you know how it works. Again, if you're interested, go along to the show notes page. We can find all the links from today as well as details about this and our private Facebook group called Earning the Right. So you need to head for getrealaboutbusiness.com forward slash 44. And that really is all the time we've got today. We're going to be back next week with more tips and strategies for growing your business. Until then, take care of yourself. Here's to you and your highly successful business. 